No, but do we expect it? Yes. Recorded in front of a live studio audience. What? Like, maybe not. No. <laughs> was that as good for you as it was for me? Yeah, no. What do you mean a blended milk? It's a blended milk. You put milk in a blender and you blend it? <laughs> Basically. With? Um, frozen blueberries. Okay. And You've described yogurt. a smoothie. Okay, Already you know, you've described a smoothie. It's different than a smoothie because it's on purpose more liquidy. It's supposed to be liquid. Like it's supposed to still have the consistency of milk. Okay. Smoothies gotta have a little, they gotta have legs, you know? Gotta have a little, little suction power to get it up the straw. Right? Okay. Yeah, I get, you know. Maybe I just made I it. learn something new every day. Never heard of blended milk. Yeah, it's gonna be in my smoothie slash coffee shop that I have. You can get a coffee, a smoothie, or a blended milk. Which you're gonna charge just as much for the smoothies as the blended milk, but blended milk only uses a fraction of the ingredients yeah exactly exactly well come on down to arlo's coffee shop and and storm door distribution center extravaganza uh-huh um speaking of storm doors we may die during this podcast oh i thought you were gonna say speaking of storm doors and then say your name oh hi i'm tyler and i'm andy and this is Homo's Modern Life. A podcast where we may die this episode. A podcast where the two co-hosts don't even look at each other. <laughs> I guess I could change my... Tyler's not facing his camera. He's facing, <laughs> I would say, a good 45 degree angle away from the camera. I fixed it. Oh, you're looking at me. Your body's still angled away from me. Yeah. I'll, is this better? Am I being needy? Am I asking too much for just a little bit of, you know? You are wearing a tank top today, so I can only assume you're doing that for attention. <laughs> or to feel comfortable. No, it's for attention. Hmm, okay. Oh, sun's out, gun's out. Uh, sun's out, big red splotch out because I got my second shot on Friday and my arm do be red. It's getting bigger. Yeah, that's what I thought it is, isn't it? Yeah, it's definitely bigger from whatever I saw you last, I guess yesterday. You know, it's a big red area. It's warm to the touch. Yeah. When I get a shiver, I just get goosebumps on that area. So weird. But Well, I told you, know, you my arm still hurts like in the same spot Actually, a very similar spot to where your red mark is, even though I know I got my shot higher. Yeah. But it hurts when I'm doing Yeah, because this isn't even it. around the, in, like, it's on the same arm as the injection site, but, you know, a few inches lower. Mm -hmm. But 
it's not, you know, not life-threatening, not even a bother and no. um, worth it if I don't get COVID. Yep. So also rock on. I realized I did some math yesterday, Andy, and mm-hmm. I think the real reason I had a, um, a panic attack for four hours yesterday was, Did you count how many milligrams of caffeine you had? <laughs> uh, actually, that's exactly what I was going to tell you because I also realized that um, the supplement that I take in the morning is about um, half of a rock star plus oh the rock star recovery, which is half of a regular rock star plus the. So that's, uh, I think it's like 120, 120 plus what? 240. Oh, oh my plus- God. Plus, uh, I think I had like a Dr. Pepper or two in there and a cold brew coffee. So 480 just from Rockstar and supplement mm-hmm. alone. Minimum. Mm-hmm. 480 plus two Dr. Peppers, which I think is like mm-hmm. some like 25 milligrams mm-hmm. each. Yeah. And then cold brew. Yeah. 32 which has to be... A 32-ounce cold brew smoothie. And that has to be at least 250. Yeah. So just a little bit of caffeine. But apparently... I I think when your doctor says you need to cut out caffeine, um, maybe you could... Yeah. I don't know if he knows the extent to which you're consuming caffeine. Well, apparently it's in my genetics... According to my ancestry DNA results, this is not a sponsor, but a ridiculous thing I paid for. Um, and now the government has my DNA, so I can't right. commit any crimes. But, you know, you win some, you lose some, you go to jail, and sometimes you don't. Um, but apparently, 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 I... Um, Based on my DMNA, we think you may. DMNA. <laughs> DMNA. DMA. Um, we think that you may drink more caffeine than average. Oh, Mr. DNA, where did you come from? From your blood. It's coded. It's not my fault. Well, n- no. <laughs> you know, let's not just give up because mm. of our mm. genetics. Maybe you're just. Prone to being tired. Yeah. Aren't we all? Yeah. We love no, a stimulant. No, we, apparently we aren't. All, oh, I'm always Thanks tired. Ancestry DNA, but... Uh, yeah. I, 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 I'm always, always tired. Um, also, it told me that I um, will most likely never have a thick beard. So me turning 30 and thinking I was going to get a thick beard overnight... It's not going to happen. I thought it literally told you that you were prone to thick beards. No, it's the reverse. Oh, have okay. I would have less thick facial hair. Oh. Mm-hmm. It also told me some, some other interesting things. Arlo, she got her her surgical suit off today, and she's no, just really... No, literally the screenshot off. you sent me says facial hair thickness. Tyler, your DNA suggests... Oh, never mind. I literally just read this screenshot. Um, oh, I'm sorry. There's a picture of a guy with a big bushy beard. And, and it, it says, says you hair don't thickness. get this. Um, it also um, told me I am 50% Jewish officially. 
So like, sure. Cause who, you know, you would hate to take anybody's word on that. I think people doubted me. I just like to be like, <laughs> I would be like, you're not Jewish. I'm like, actually. Money is, which means what am I, a goat? <laughs> actually, I am. Wow. Thank you. Um, uh, also, I, I, I got, there's a lot of my relatives that have done this. So like I got matched with a bunch of people, like fourth cousins and shit, crazy. People I never knew. It also said that I am less likely to have a smelly pee after eating asparagus. I love that uh, for you. And I, um, the reason I may not like certain vegetables is because I'm extra sensitive to a certain bitter taste that is in um, a lot of things, mostly Brussels sprouts and cauliflowers, wow. things like that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Maybe I have that. But funny enough, it says that um, I have a really sensitive uh, sweet tooth. So obviously I can uh, fight against genetics if I try hard enough. Okay. I'm glad that's a lesson that you're taking away from this and not that you just get to blame everything on your genetics. Yeah. I mean, I will. <laughs> Great. <laughs> it all. I'm just saying. It also says that I have. I should be. I am prone to a very good vitamin D levels, and I am constantly told I'm vitamin D deficient. So, what does yeah. that say? These these what things. Does that say? You know, it, to me, it's a magic eight ball of. Here's our best guess. But. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I, you know. I would assume they also have like a copy of the DNA, but like, you know, I don't, I think most of our DNA is the same across the board. There's very tiny little things that make us all different. Other yeah. And there's so much um, behavioral. Mm -hmm. We're all coded uh, human. You know what I mean? We all, yeah. the majority of people wake up every day with two eyes, two ears and one mouth, maybe two. Introduce me to that guy. Am I right? Am I right? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I think a lot of health things, I think are, it's maybe helpful to have DNA stuff to be able to predict certain health outcomes. But I think as far as behavioral tendencies, I think there's just way too much human factor of like how you were raised and Totally. Psychological things going on there to be able to say, oh, you're going to drink it, a lot of caffeine or, you know. With the amount of times I've slept with my phone next to my bed, who says my DNA hasn't been changed? Or in my bed? Or me sleeping on top of my phone? Because that's also happened. Or you putting your phone inside of you, mm -hmm. up your butt. And then... Andy, I said not to mention that on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You've uh, you just said not to mention your smartphone shaped asshole. You didn't yeah, say not to mention that you hadn't put your phone in it. True. <laughs> it's kind of a long right. It's just a long <laughs> slot. Yeah. It's kind of like you go down Tyler's butt crack and it's just all whole. Like, have you ever put like a room key at a hotel into a little <laughs> lock? That's my butt. That's it. Welcome. 
Um, but it is kind of cool though that I can take these like DNA results and uh, uh, plug, like basically I can download the raw data of it, which like, bitch, I can't read, you know what I mean? But that same, basically like this DNA test, this is like my DNA, right? So like right. there's, you know, hypothetically there's you can shop that around to a bunch of different apps exactly and they'll tell you exactly i own my dna yep and you were willing to just give it to everybody for free why not do you know what's so funny though is probably like the trumpiest um the one that sent around that coronavirus is made in the lab video you know relative of mine she already done did it. Yeah, I'm like, very anti-establishment, very... She she threw her DNA in this, and I was like, oh... oh yeah. Your Doesn't beliefs, seem sir. congruent with some of her other beliefs, but... Yeah. I But, like, for me, I'm like, really? Like, what... Who... What, what would anyone want to do with my DNA except possibly clone me in the future? Which, like, great for future me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it, well, there's currently no laws against insurance companies using your DNA to like discriminate against you in a premiums or in a just not providing you insurance type of way. Sure, sure, sure. But like, uh, I feel like which is like, like not to say that it's going to happen, but it's not just, but you know, I also feel like the only, it's way just a genie that you can't really put back in the bottle because, um, somebody else has your okay. information now well it's like i i mean like i've never run into that situation because like i go to work we all pay the same for our premium whether it's the ceo or or like warehouse worker yeah like we have one plan and it goes up or down based on all of our expenditures throughout the year so until i have to like insure myself I don't foresee that being an issue. Yeah. Because most companies are like that. They're like, this is health insurance. And you're like, great. Perfect. I'll take that. Yeah. Thank you. And I already am checking like the disability box anyway, because apparently well, I qualify, which is ridiculous. But, you know, if I can use it in my advantage, it, it'll it do some good, I think. I don't know. Probably. I'm pro- This is probably really immoral of me, but like, I didn't I didn't choose to put it on that list, but it's on the list. So then I'll sure. take it as as you know, rock on party, you know, plus plus plus, you know, hallelujah. Yeah. That's how I tell people, by the way. <laughs> that you have HIV. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I go, you know, rock on, plus plus plus, hallelujah. Wow. I mean, that's how, I mean, that's basically how a guy did it on Project Runway once. Oh. He just sent out a dress with a bunch of plus signs on it and was like, by the way, FYI. <laughs> mm-hmm. They were like, oh, well. It's yeah. such a journey. It's such an interesting journey. Yeah. Well, love it for him. Here we go. Here's our break. Um, hopefully, when we get back, the tornado sirens aren't going off. I can't guarantee they won't go off. Uh, Are they going during- off right now? No, but if they go off for you, they're going off for me. So it's going to be a dual siren situation. Yeah. When we return. Hey, Andy, sweetie. Hmm? What's that you're drawing? 
I'm making a map. A map? But that looks like a close-up of my eyes? That's exactly right, Pete. A map of your eyes, because I, I can find myself getting lost in them. Welcome back. Hi. Here we are. Arlo is in between my legs, in betwixt my legs at the moment. Just right. You don't need to be bragging about your bestiality on our podcast, Tyler. <laughs> um, speaking of bestiality, today we're talking about villains. Would you consider the beast a villain? Uh... No, he's just kind of an asshole. Wake your ass up, cause it's time to go beast mode. There's no real villain in Beauty and the Beast, except- No, Gaston. Gaston's except, the villain. No, Gaston's just kind of hot, you know? Um, oh boy, oh no. Is it a Tyler crime? can't recognize villainy when it's hot. Is it a crime if he's so pretty? He was born that way. Oh boy. Mm. Yeah, no, Gaston is 100% the villain. He tries to kill. I uh, Colin said that the Beast is an anti-hero, which I agree with. Uh, Gaston tries to kill the anti-hero. He tries to enslave the protagonist into marriage by literally putting, like, enslaving her father into a insane asylum. Mm. Uh, yeah, he's the bad, he's the bad one. Or was he trying to protect the village and then help her father? Mm. Everyone's very obsessed with me right now in this podcast. <laughs> yeah. No. I don't, I didn't like Beauty and the Beast, honestly. It's not my favorite. You know you. what I did love is fucking a sleeping beauty, Maleficent was everything to me. There was a certain point in my childhood where I could say every spell word for word with her that she had. <laughs> I knew them all. Yeah, well, that was, was never my... They worked at some point. Yeah, that oh. was never my movie. No. That wasn't one of the ones that I had on repeat. Even when I went to Disney World, um, my parents paid... Um, for like me to get a, a sketch of like any character I wanted. And all I wanted was Maleficent and her crow. So I used to have it um, hanging in my room like a nerd. The only Disney thing I ever had. Oh. <laughs> but it was really cool. Um, but like, honestly, I, the reason I was thinking about this, the reason I picked villains today is because I think most gay people through their childhood, maybe not now because there's so much positive role models, but back in the 90s, we loved a villain. Like she was the moment, she is the mood. You know what I mean? She had fierce makeup, a tight body, great outfits, you know, and always laughing like everything's so fucking funny. I mean, you were just, you were only talking about Maleficent when you, all those things you just listed. 
No, Maleficent, uh, the Queen from Snow White, um, like any of the Batman villains that were there, Uh honestly. I see, I see. Um, Cruella DeVille, Glenn Close Cruella DeVille. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Ursula the Sea Witch. Ursula, exactly. Not snatched, but she was a fucking drag queen. She was, yes. Based on divine, exactly. Like, this is where our gay culture was. And the thing is, like, I was like, is the art, is it, why, why can't we have gay villains, right? Why can't, like, you know, everyone, he says Scar's gay, Jafar's gay. No, like, straight up, this is an evil gay man. Like, I realize there could be some negative connotation taken with that, but it's equal opportunity. Villains can be gay. Villains can be trans. I honestly think a trans villainess would be like the hottest, like, you know, badass motherfucking, like, watch out world. Like, well, I mean, pose Electra. Exactly. Yeah. Let Electra, um, you know, play a, a real, like, Disney villain. Like, Electra for, like, Ursula. And the like remake, I think would be perfect. And don't underestimate the importance of body language. <laughs> oh, I mean, no. Pick a drag queen for Ursula, in my opinion. Who, Latrice Royale? I looked across at Miss O'Hara and realized that she was ugly. Ooh. And I'm at peace with that. Um, no. Well, okay, not that he's a drag queen, but he does, uh, do a lot of cross-dressing, especially on Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist, but Alex Newell mm. has a fantastic voice. And, oh, also, yeah, Titus from Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah. Um, what's his name? Oh, God. Titus Andromedon. Well, yeah. I don't <laughs> but, what's I know his, what but what's his real name? I, I, mean, I know it somewhere uh, in my mind. Like Pinot Noir. Pinot! Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's all I remember. No, I he would be great. Um, yeah, I get that. But like, I, 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 I want to see like a legitimately like gay Bond villain. That would be nice. Yeah. Or, or something like that. Because I just feel like, like in essence, like when I want to feel like a badass, that's who I channel, right? It's Mm. not the heroes. Hmm. It's not, you know, Cinderella. Yeah. It's fucking the, like, Wicked Stepmother. Okay. Who was also the moment. But that hair was snatched every time she walked around. These boots are made for walking. And that's just what they do. Yeah. I mean, Sylvia. I... Uh, Is Sylvia gay, though, in Skyfall? Silva. Silva. Mommy was very bad. Is he confirmed? I don't remember a male level. Bye. Where was his male level? Lover. Why can't I talk? Lover. Lover. While James tied up. Uh, is that, or is that, he says, while James is tied up, he, uh, I, I, is that just like weird torture though? <laughs> He's not gay. He just has a fetish. Yeah. <laughs> Like, he just wanted to make him uncomfortable. 
Oh my God. Uh, uh, yeah. So I think there is a certain um, fabulosity to certain villains that is yeah. very alluring uh, and in a lot of cases, queer coded and appeals to queer kids. Like him from the Powerpuff Girls. Yeah. Like also like, can we go back to Rose's little like red outfit and nobody said him. I was like screaming. It, well, do you know what I'm talking about? It's okay. The, a lot of the internet did, so. Nobody on the show needed to say it. <laughs> RuPaul does not get our culture. Well. <laughs> She's too old, pass the torch. I'm just kidding. I don't know. RuPaul doesn't, uh, Ru, RuPaul likes to um, avoid mentioning a lot of trademarked material. <laughs> True. I, but I do, I feel like, uh, like even like looking at like the drag queens and RuPaul's drag race is like, there's always this like, you know, uh, like, like people want to go as Rita Repulsa or Winifred from Hocus Pocus. Like these are like right. common drag tropes that people eat it up. Yizma from Emperor's New Groove, right? Is this because a lot of women are painted as villains in a lot of... You know, is is there like an anti, is there a patriarchal reason that there are so many like iconic female villains? Right. That like for a woman to be powerful, powerful. and confident wrong. is wrong. And that must mean they're a villain. Yeah. The femme, uh, siren turned femme fatale turned crazy ex-girlfriend. Um, is what Colin says. Absolutely. And I think that's maybe why we all relate to it because it's just like, oh, you know, you're different. That's it. It's they're different. They're not villains. I'm not bad. I'm just drawn that way. Well, yeah. And there's like a couple of different, I think, series of books about like Disney, basically the story from the Disney villains perspective. Mm-hmm. I don't remember off the top of my head with the two different, but I think there are two different series about that um, that are pretty interesting. I mean, it's like always, cause also in, you... I took a screenwriting class one time, uh-huh. you know, the guy who took one screenwriting class in college. Mm-hmm. So we're still waiting but... to read the play that you <laughs> Oh yeah. Uh, so, I mean, when you write, a good villain you still want them to have like motivations and a backstory and like the same amount of character mm-hmm. as anybody in your story it just doesn't always told mm-hmm. I was but say- i think they i think it's often like a much more interesting story i mean when you get down to it nobody starts out a villain yeah and a lot of and most people don't think that they're the villain from their own point of view. Like and so wicked. a really well-written villain, you know, didn't start out a villain, doesn't think they're a villain. They're just acting from their own life experience and perspective. Mm-hmm. Maleficent, wouldn't yeah. you be mad if you didn't get invited to the baby shower? Yeah. 
Was she a little dramatic? So then they made two Angelina Jolie movies about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and you know, Wicked is another prime example of of that same written from the the origins of. Yeah. But like, I also feel like women are traditionally painted as these villains because they can be absolutely ferocious, but it's assumed that they will always lose. (laughs) You know what I mean? Uh, Well, I think that's assumed of every villain. Yeah, but like there's more threat if it was like, um, you know, WWE wrestler type villain than say, you know, you mean Poison it's not Ivy. as believable, maybe right. to exactly, you know, whatever <laughs> general populace or generation. It's not as believable that a big strong man would lose. Gaston lost, but you know he got killed by a literal monster, big hairy fucking thing with claws. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, you know, it's a sad day for Gaston. Colin says, technically, he just slipped. I mean, yes, the beast did not kill him. Well, he did. But he had a hand. She already done had horses. Um, But he's so hot when you go to Disney World. Like, always the hottest people play Gaston. No one. What about reality TV villains? Oh, are we going to talk about Janessa? Do we think they're really villains? Janessa was a villain. Janessa was a villain. Janessa uh, from Bridal We're talking Classic. about the the TLC long-running, and by long-running in one season show, Bridal Plasty. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a contestant, Janessa, that just, you know, she ran that game. She made it to the final. She was yep. the biggest threat and the biggest villain in that game. Yeah, she got taken down violently in the um, what was really the final tribal council of bridal plasty, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. which was incredibly satisfying to watch. It's great reality TV. Um, yeah, and you, it's hard to have great reality TV without a villain. And honestly, like if that show hadn't been so surgically involved, um. It would have gotten picked up again because like the drama was there. You know what I yeah. mean? Um, but the uh, the, the whole budget must have been extraordinary. Yeah. And, and logistically difficult. Actually only be able to film once a week, like one day a week, and then have to have them all live in a mansion for the rest of that time. I can just imagine like the cost of this was through the roof. Yeah. But still, Janessa... Yeah, we're talking about a show where brides compete every week and one, like every week one of them gets a, a plastic surgery mm-hmm. wild wild why? stuff why? Uh, why 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 it's pointless it was also, someone gets know, murdered on that sh- not on the show from the, on show, the show but somebody from the show did get murdered later you it's... should really take you know Go watch Bridal Plasty. Pay for it. It's worth it. Yeah, you have to pay for it on iTunes, but it's worth it. It's worth it. You'll watch it. Who knows? Maybe they'll put it on Discovery Plus. Ooh. Um, Yeah, so, but like in reality TV, like I feel like a villain is helpful Mm -hmm. in creating 
interest because drama is interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, it helps you have somebody to root for because it, there's, it is kind of hard invested in say a season of drag race where everyone's good and everyone's talented and like it's hard because you don't have a reason to dislike anyone so there's not anybody that you're particularly rooting for yeah candy muse got the villain edit even though that was like a hard edit um you think candy muse got the villain edit no <laughs> who do you think got the villain edit uh well, I don't necessarily, I think- um, They were all, they all loved each other except for- Right, I think and Grace, as with a lot of reality shows are moving away from the villain edit mm -hmm. at this time. Well, cause because it also seems like- A lot of reality TV shows are coming under a lot of heat for their contestants not like being cyber bullied getting death threats and like not having good mental health after they get off the show. Yeah. And because of the great success of the great British bake off um, comfort reality TV like that, I think a lot of competition reality shows are trying to pivot towards being comfort reality TV. I mean, maybe yeah. not. Well, you, know, you, you still have your like MTV VH1 at a certain point, they were all the villains towards each other. So it was just like, well, you know, everybody looks bad because that's all they wanted to show. Like, I think that's why I didn't watch a lot of Housewives or or anything like that because it just felt like everyone was after everybody. And like, yeah. you just had to pick your favorite bad person. And it was ridiculous. Villains, yeah. man. Don't yeah, so I don't, think that, I don't think necessarily that... Um, Candy got the villain edit. I mean, maybe towards the first half of the season. Yeah. Just ramping Arrogant. up to the fight. Just, yeah, just ramping up to the fight against uh, Tamisha. But I think after that, they kind of did try to paint Candy in a very positive light just because um, she was going to make, you know, they knew when they edited yeah. she was going to make it to the final four. And, you know, as a queen, she does not deserve that the amount of hate, the amount of hate that she naturally was gonna get yeah does she deserve who she the accolade is. either no right but she is obviously a controversial queen and that's never a fun I mean, position to be in jeffrey boyer chapman got the villain edit on canada <laughs> again not he didn't get a villain edit the internet just reacted to him and said he was a villain and that's that's not something the show did to him on purpose. That's something the internet did to him. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if Stacy gets the villain edit this season. So season three, all we're left with is Miss Brooklyn Heights. Uh, oh, Colin asked who of the two of us is more villainous. Me. You think? You don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean... You don't know what I do behind closed doors. That's true. I don't know what that means. Like, I could either. be more villainous, but I'm just sneaky about it. <laughs> you, well, I am more villainous because what is my favorite phrase? Little seeds of chaos. Little drops of chaos. Yeah, sure. It's my favorite thing. Like, everyone needs little drops of chaos. 
I'm an agent of chaos. Like, but just like in the end, neither of us is villainous. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like you know, go to a dinner party and just like change three name places. Little drops of chaos. Yeah, you know what I mean. I would. That feels more um, chaotic neutral to me, but yeah, I'll let you have it. Well, it's a little drop. It's not like a tsunami of chaos. It's for the listeners to decide. Yeah. If if superpowers were real, if superpowers were real, I would choose to be a villain. Mm. Yeah. Boom. Just like that. Yep. Bam. Shabam. Blam. Anyway, when we uh, we are gonna take a quick break. Um, I'm gonna go um, be a villain. And when we return, we asked you what your favorite villains are. So there we go. Good as a point of view, anyway. I don't know how it's Monday and my week is already full of like things. Yeah. Like, I want to stay home. Yeah. So why do I say yes to things? Also, why isn't the week longer? Well, I wouldn't ask for that. I would be fine with a, what am I? I would be fine with a seven day weekday and a three day weekend. So weeks would be 10 days. So you'd have Hmm. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Baby Friday, Friday, yesterday was Friday, right? So you get three Fridays and then- No, no. (laughs) And then- If anything, you're gonna have three Wednesdays. Oh, well, it would be Monday, Tuesday. um, Wednesday uh, hump day. Hey, Mike day. All right, Monday, uh-huh. one day. Tuesday, two day. Wednesday, when, huh, what day? Oh, Thursday, Friday. I was gonna say left day, right day. Oh. Monday, Tuesday, left day, Wednesday, right day, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Holy Day and Sunday. So church is no longer on Sunday. It's on Holy Day. Oh. So that way people can Sunday fun day still. Without guilt. Yeah. You know, you're welcome. I solved America's week crisis. (sighs) I'm going to be on. And you just have one week of the year that's half a week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that how math works? Yeah. I say we just make the year longer, right? Keeps everyone younger. Well, but then the seasons would not be at the same time. Every when are year. they ever at the same time? Well, they're in the general vicinity. <laughs> are they? Oh. Um, anyway, pod Q and gay. You know, that's what we're here to do. But we're, what is pod Q and gay, Andy? Pod Q&G is where we ask the listeners a question on Homo's Modern Life Instagram story. 
and they answer and we read those answers because we want the listener to feel involved is that was i supposed to do that yeah was that is that what i'm doing i mean you're joking but don't act like you haven't forgotten before (laughs) (laughs) oh boy he's cracked he's gone nuts she already done called her out. Uh, <laughs> anyway, this week I did ask early, um, who is the most iconic villain and why? Um, and here's what you kids said. Um, let me get on my screenshots real quick. One second, thank you. The first one says Fifi O'Hara. Good, wow. Agreed. Agreed. I mean, who doesn't love Go Back to Party City where you belong? Who doesn't love two seasons where you're the villain each time? Yeah. Like, where you get set up for a redemption arc and you just fuck it up. There is, um... I, I've talked about him here. There's a uh, editor, Lee Dawson, who does root caps um, mm-hmm. that are edited, and he throws in a bunch of meme videos and all sorts of bullshit. And um, during that season, every time Fifi O'Hara would kind of do that like face crack moment, um, he would make it go red, like Kill Bill, and it would be Jenna Mulroney singing Secret Plan, Revenge on My Mind. And like, that is what I think of Phoebe O'Hara to this day. Is is that exact oh. clip? Yeah, she is an iconic villain. She is an iconic drag queen too. Like, yeah. bitch can turn a look, but bitch can be a bitch, you know. Mm, indeed. Uh, this listener said Isma from the Emperor's New Groove. She's agreed. Iconic. iconic. Eartha, Eartha Kit is Eartha Kit. Eartha Kit is a human villain. I want to go to the devil. I want to be evil. Like she was born to be a villain. Yeah. Like she is born to be evil. In fact, there's a song that she sings that's a, that's called I want to be evil. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Like I yeah. I'm obsessed with it. It's a great song. You should but Isma, I just feel like there's just so much there, that's iconic about her just in her, I mean, it's a cartoon obviously, but there's still so much like physical comedy involved in Isma and just the intonations of her voice. Uh, you know, she has one iconic goal, which hello, girl boss. To the secret lab. Pull the lever, Gronk. Run lever! Girl has to... Wow, I can't talk today. Am I broken? She's Uh, great with branding. She She rebrands the whole palace Mm -hmm. when she takes over. And that's important in a dictatorship. Yeah, branding. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, get a marketing... Hey, dictators, get a marketing team. Yeah, you must. You must. Um, this one says, Ursula, quote, poor unfortunate souls is just perfect. Yes. I mean, 
I say that every day when I look down on the street from my balcony and people are walking by. You're cringy as fuck! What? Poor unfortunate souls? Yeah, don't you? No. Oh, well, you should start. Okay. It's really empowering. Actually, since I live right by the pool, I could just like, anytime I see somebody out there, just kind of jump into the pool and start spinning around in the water and singing Poor Unfortunate Souls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Please do that. <laughs> I could be that eccentric neighbor. Um, Please. Hey, me? Yeah. No one's wilding over there. There is something comforting about Ursula, though, I, that I find comforting. Yeah, um, like, bitch, I trust her. Something about the the tenor of her voice mm-hmm. that it's just so... <laughs> smoky and bassy. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But this bitch gave you legs and all she wanted was your voice. You could still live a normal, happy life that way. You were just well, a little tiny bitch. But then she was like, also, I'm going to steal your man that you got the legs for. Uh, I mean, you know what? Indifferent. You know, different situation. She wanted to be queen. Girl boss, you know? Um, it wasn't really spite against Ariel so much as she saw an opportunity and she took it with a fabulous makeover. Like, you know, let's just say this. If someone was like, Andy, I can make you a merman and you can go live with a, a village of merman under the sea, all men. Um, and all I need is your voice. Yeah. Done deal. Where do I sign? You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, yeah, I Although mean, I'm she kind really of did of just... Ocean, so I don't Ariel know. was really just uh collateral damage in her attempt at above and below water world domination yeah because she got triton to sign over his you know kingship his you know rule of the sea and then yeah tried to marry into royalty on land so she'd be a princess there wow one might question your upbringing. That's the kind of power we want to Girl see. Girl boss. Yeah. Uh, I also had somebody that said Ursula, but I'll move on to my next person who said Cersei Lannister. Famous tot, Queen Cersei. Oh, yeah, but she's also kind of sad. Yeah, I never got to the sad part. I really only read the um, incesty part. Oh, <laughs> I got to the point where they made her walk naked through the street and you're just like, God, like she know. got her, she got her comeuppance and then some, and you know, I'm not going to keep watching Colin. I gave up. I've I, gleaned from what spoilers I've had of the finale that she doesn't win. She doesn't win. It goes to Bram spoilers. Have you shot your final scenes yet? And are you, happy with how things ended yeah <laughs> she didn't say yes best season ever <laughs> yeah at this point it's yeah, not a spoiler it's point brahm brahms can we go brahms raisin bran bram bran i never drink wine 
brand, like brand, like like brand cereal. Baby Miss Cleo. Yes, like brand flakes, like a brand, brand muffin. Mm-hmm. The brand muffin won Game of Thrones. This one says the evil queen from Snow White. She is the OG. She really is. She really is. She really is. I agree. Um. Oh, also Charlize Theron is the evil queen. Yeah, I didn't. I never watched um, uh, once. Once upon a Disney time. Once upon a time. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, oh no, that's how great everyone was obsessed with that show, and then it really wasn't. Yeah. It, it tanked, man. It went downhill real fast. Mm-hmm. Not before they managed to do a spinoff or two, though. Yeah. Um, yeah. Evil Queen is iconic. Um, Especially like just... Charlize coming out of the like milk. She is just kind of the archetype. She is the blueprint for the the bitter old woman that wants to you know, reclaim her youth, reclaim what she feels is owed to her from the young, beautiful people that just get everything handed to them. I mean, if you want to stay queen, you have to stay alive, right? And like, you have to be vibrant and vivacious. And like, you know, if you have to go out and get it, then go out and get it. You know what I mean? And if you can eliminate the threat and, you know, get what you need, then, you know, two birds, one stone. It's a Trixie Mattel album. I've been having a lot of sex. Uh, the last one that I have is kind of a two-in-one. Mm-hmm. Um, it's either Zane because he broke up One Direction, or Camilla because she broke up Fifth Harmony. Um, I will say... Ooh, there's I the know. thunder. I would say Zayn is not a villain um, because if he hadn't done that, we wouldn't have Harry Styles. Um, and, mm-hmm. Or all of them have had good songs since they've broken up. Um, Fifth Harmony, on yeah. the other hand, Camilla did somewhat leave them in the dirt. Normani's getting a little bit of attention, but not as much as Camilla. Right. Um, so but we didn't also, really need Fifth Harmony because we have Little Mix. Little Mix is iconic. <laughs> um, Little Mix is the Spice Girls of our generation. Um, and uh, Fifth Harmony, I don't even know their songs. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about it. Uh, you know, I wouldn't consider either of them villains. It's hard to villainize somebody for trying to do what's best for their career. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll do one more here. I would say you don't get any more iconic or diversely played than the Joker. We totally like did kind of skip over male villains here, but there are some very right. good male villains out there. Um, the Joker. Uh, for a dollar, name a male villain. <laughs> Four dollar the penguin. Oh, so you were just gonna not, go through Batman. That's not the Riddler. Um, Scarecrow. Riddler is is definitely gay. You think? Yeah, no one throws on that kind of bodysuit <laughs> with red hair and gets out and about like that. Mm. Um, male villains. 
I mean, surely we did mention Jafar. Jafar. We did mention Scar. Scar. Who, while a lion, is male. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to think of like... Oh, oh yeah. All the horror movie people. Hannibal Lecter, Jason, Freddy. Like, I'm trying to think of like oh, hot male uh, villains. You know, hot with the Bates Motel villains. guy. What's his name? Norman Patrick Bates. Norman. Hot male villains. Hot male villains? I mean, yeah. Just, there's, I mean, I, I'm not a uh, encyclopedia of horror movie knowledge, but there is a long list of hot horror movie men. Yeah, Patrick Bateman. Who's that? Um, Psycho. Or no, not uh, American Psycho. Oh. So. oh, yeah, that's hot. I definitely watched uh, just that one scene many times. Just that one scene? What do you mean just that one scene? The one where he's getting ready in the morning? The, yeah, the one where he's like basically naked and like fucking and sure. does the stupid douchey thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I'm apparently into. So. Oh, Kylo Ren. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Loki's like, not a Darth villain. Darth Vader. I mean, every villain in the Star Wars universe is a uh, man. That's true. Well, you know, they're men. Oh, and probably most of the villains in the Marvel universe are men. Not all, but most. Thanos wasn't hot. Maybe to some. I don't. I don't. Sorry, I forgot you were looking specifically for hot. Malfoy lost his hair. I mean, we started this conversation with you saying Gaston is hot, so. Well, Gaston is hot. Yeah. He's beefy. Like, fuck me up, fam. Oh, I can't believe Colin just said Spike from Buffy as if Spike isn't also an anti-hero. Colin, we didn't make it very far. We didn't make it. We didn't make it very far into the Spike era of no. Buffy, unfortunately. Um, Billy from Scream. Eh. Um, anyway, we hope that you go out and be villain. Villanelle. Oh, Villanelle. From Killing The most Eve. iconic. Her best role. She will never so get anything good. better than that. It's amazing. Killing Eve. I binged the shit out of that show and Man. just waiting for more to come back. Um, also, Russian Dolls coming back, which I'm super excited about. Um, oh, interesting. With Annie Murphy from Shit's Creek. This oh, season, fun. As a main character. Oh, uh, you. You is coming back you. soon. But he's an anti-hero. Yeah. But there are villains within that story, I think. Yeah. Um, uh, the guy that beats up his kid. Yeah. Uh, uh, the, the, um, I don't know, 40s know, villain. There's the, oh, the, the, the rapey um, um, movie director guy. Or oh, movie yeah, star. Yeah. You, what is he? What is he? He's a director. Comedian. Comedian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do I never trust a comedian. Oh, well. Hey. <laughs> Anyway, if you want to trust my comedian, you can follow me on Instagram at Homo's Modern Life. And you can follow me at Andy from Boy Story.
Fare thee well, my children. Sleep tight. Let the bed bugs nibble at your toes, and hopefully you have less toes in the morning. I don't wish that for you. <laughs> this has been a Homo's Modern Life production. Thanks for listening. If you want more, check out our sister show, HML Political Hookup, at HML Political Hookup on Instagram. If you want to see what we're up to, you can visit our website, homosmodernlife.com. And if you want to get in touch, you can reach out to us at homosmodernlife at gmail.com. And don't forget, you can cover your body with our merch at HML Shop on Instagram. If you're feeling generous, you can send us a cash tip on Venmo at Homos Modern Life. Or send us a cash tip on Cash App, dollar sign Homos Modern Life. Fare thee well. <laughs> Gotta go. So many people to kill, so little time.